This is Ari Kaplan, and I'm speaking today with Adam Cohen, an attorney and a managing director with the Berkeley Research Group. He is a certified ethical hacker and provides guidance on data governance, compliance, and security, including cybersecurity, digital forensics, and electronic discovery. Hi, Adam. How are you? Hi, Ari. How are you today? So I'm very excited to talk to you. So tell us about your background and your role at Berkeley Research Group. I'm a managing director at Berkeley Research Group, where I came about two years ago, almost exactly, uh, with some colleagues that I had worked with previously um, at various points in my career. came from uh, Ernst & Young uh, two years ago to continue really a kind of practice that I started to develop uh, when I left practicing law, which uh, was all the way back in 2006. So. Um, you know, back at that time, I was a partner at Wild Gottschall in litigation and took a major interest in all things technical, although I did not have a background in it academically. Uh, fell in love with it and went into technology consulting. Really what I do is help lawyers work with technical people and work with technology in a lot of different ways that they need as a firm and that their clients need also. And it really touches upon all aspects where technology and law intersect. And lately, over the past six years, let's say, uh, it's just become dominated by security issues and concerns, as, as anyone who reads the newspapers will have noticed. So, you know, we have specialists that are on my team who are experts in particular niche areas or functions you know, of, of technology. The leaders in our group tend to be ex-lawyers, but we have uh, all kinds of technical tools and personal expertise resources uh, to, to handle these things. So both, both reactionary and proactive investigations, litigations, uh, and what I'm doing most of these days is helping clients establish their, their program to protect their data and systems. How would you characterize your evolution from law firm partner to a consultant with technical data security certifications? You know, I, it's, it's interesting. I was a philosophy major in college. I never thought I was interested in technology, but in the late 90s, as the Internet started to boom, I had the opportunity to work with some of these companies because uh, while I had a big digital music copyright uh, litigation practice, uh, and, I, and I just really started to get fascinated by not just technology, but the the legal issues that were involved with new technology. And it was just fascinating to apply laws that had been written before this new technology existed, uh, you know, and figure out how that, was, how that worked, uh, you know, in the IP area mainly. And then in, in shortly after 2000, e-discovery started to become a thing, and along with one of my former partners a while, uh, we wrote a book on electronic discovery that was cited in the Zuby Lake opinion, and my career kind of took off in that direction. But then with, with technology and with business these days, everything changes so rapidly. You, you constantly have to be learning new things. Of course, one of the things I love about it, because your, your old thing is going to be old. The, the rate of change is just astounding, and it's at a pace where we just don't know 
what the world is going to look like two years from now. If you've experienced some of these virtual reality you'll know what I'm talking about. So during the course of my career as a consultant, as I've seen new technical trends, developments, events, etc., I incorporate those into my practice. So really, when I started looking at data security specifically in about 2011, the world was kind of waking up to this issue. And it, to me, it was fast. Some people, I guess, are not interested in, in these kinds of technical things or think that it's either too hard for them or they're not suited for it. But what I learned as an attorney litigating about technology was that if you take the time and roll up your sleeves, that you will be able to understand it without needing a PhD in math or something like that. Um, and, I, and I love this whole project of translating and communicating between technical people and legal people who don't have the same background. One of your certifications is actually in hacking. What does an ethical hacker do? Yeah, so ethical hacking is also known by names like um, penetration testing. Basically, an ethical hacker is someone who hacks to test systems as opposed to an unethical hacker who's doing it for gain or hacktivism or some other kinds of reason. An ethical hacker is basically someone who will kick the tires on your systems. The reason I got this certification is not because I don't actually operate the software and do the hacking myself, although I have done it and that's part of the certification. Uh, but I did it because I wanted to have a deep understanding of what was going on so that I could advise clients who are doing this as part of their routine or who should be doing it, uh, you know, so, so that I could speak to their technical people and, and, and I could really give them good advice and I could uh, be good at directing those specialized technical resources that, that I have available to me. Um, there are lots of certifications in the security space, huge number of certifications. One of the other, the, the, the big one, the kind of the big daddy in the area is the CISSP, the Certified Information Systems Security Professional, sort of like the bar exam for security technology professionals. To me, I got into it not because I needed to have the credential or that the credential was going to give me some kind of a vocational skill that I needed to implement but because I was interested in the subject matter, I looked at the books and I said, you know what, I want to learn this. I really want to study it and know it well. And if I'm going to do that, I might as well take the test. So with the ethical hacking certification, you know, that's one of those certifications where um, it's very practically oriented in the sense that you learn how to use the tools that a hacker would use, the kinds of uh, software um, you know, scanning kinds of tools and, and, and tools for cracking passwords and spoofing and, and changing packets and looking at packets and all kinds of stuff like that. Um, so you really get a, a deep understanding of the process. Given the complexities associated with this area, what are the key questions that you're receiving from clients today? This is a constantly moving target, but what I'm seeing more and more is that all kinds of companies, no matter what they do, what business they're in, regardless of industry, they are realizing that the value of their business is largely, if not all, in their intellectual property. And I'm using that term kind of loosely. I don't mean just copyrights, trademarks, patents. I mean the know-how 
um, the knowledge that others do not have. And where is all that knowledge sitting? Well, it's, it's all in their computer systems. For example, I've been working with a, a client uh, in the business of making tools, and they never thought of themselves as an intellectual property kind of company. But in fact, they're all about intellectual property because the innovative designs for the new products, that's what gives them the advantage over the competition, not to mention you know, all the other confidential business information. So all kinds of businesses, whether, whether they're making things or providing services or they're you know, a bank or an insurance company, they're all having this realization that, wow, the value is in the information, that, and that's in our systems, and I wake up every morning and I turn on the radio or I look at the TV or my computer, and I see another major data breach happening. So, um, so clients want to know broadly what should we be doing to protect this value in our information assets. And really it's that kind of approach. They don't know where to get started. They want a holistic kind of approach because they've been told and they know through experience, sometimes hard experience, that it's not just the technology issue. It's not about just creating some paper policy, not about going to a conference or something. It really requires a holistic enterprise approach, and it involves people from lots of different groups in the company that maybe aren't used to working together. Um, but that, that's, that's what I'm being asked to facilitate. I mean, at the same time, there's this constant stream of requests for technical assistance in the litigation and investigation area because that is is not getting any easier. Like, I think people who listen to your podcast are probably familiar with the way the e-discovery market has moved and how certain kinds of activities that used to be only possible through a, a select few firms are now widely commoditized, things like data processing and hosting. But as the users are using new technology, new devices, new applications, major advances in, in enterprise IT, like software-defined networking, stuff like that, new challenges keep coming up. So we're getting a lot, a lot of the work has to do, you know, on the reactive side, has to do with devices, mobile devices especially, because the people that make the tools that automate some of that work, they just can't keep up with it. There's no way they can update their tool, you know, every time a new version of an app comes out. You really have to have a deep understanding of how the things, the systems work in order to do that. And then the other thing that goes along with the mobile devices is the cloud. So the cloud is, enables uh, the mobile devices to be so important, and people are, are really far behind in terms of understanding what the cloud is, what it means, what their responsibilities are versus the service providers, um, and just how to deal with it from a practical point of view. So that's, I would say, on the, on the proactive side, it's this, how do I put a program in place? And on the reactive side, we've got these technical developments that they just keep it interesting. And, of course, the legislators are helping me in this job by coming out with new laws about cybersecurity, data privacy-related issues. Uh, and, and when that happens, companies that have any kind of a profile, um, whether they're public or private, really, they need to make sure that they're in compliance 
even if they realize, hey, we can't protect against everything. We're gonna, we're not gonna be uh, bulletproof. That's impossible. But we at least have to be doing what the law requires us to do. Now that the law is requiring certain measures from a security standpoint, a lot of clients are coming around to that. Okay, how do we how do we put a program in place that makes sense? This is Ari Kaplan speaking with Adam Cohen, an attorney and a managing director with the Berkeley Research Group. Adam is a certified ethical hacker and provides guidance on data governance, compliance, and security, including cybersecurity, digital forensics, and electronic discovery. Adam, thanks so much. Thank you, Ari.